0: Have ever been discriminated because of your age? So not only do we talk about women in finance and property and construction on this show, but actually some women not only struggle in the industry because of their gender, but actually their age sometimes uh, could be a barrier. Welcome back to another episode of The Money Honey with me, your host, Rosalia Lazara Tilly, the founder and CEO of Manuka Media. Number one, best-selling author on Amazon as well. That's never going to get bored of me saying that. And also keynote speaker and school ambassador. And I'm also a brand ambassador for Female Invest. So that is actually something else to uh, mention at this point that I am um, such a big advocate for the females in this industry for empowering women that I've been nominated as a brand ambassador by Female Invest, who is a global company in over 100 countries. Helping women with financial education. So um, being an ambassador essentially means that uh, I sometimes write for them. So my latest article that you are able to read on their uh, website is about how women can get on the property ladder. Um, I've done a module and a course, uh, video training course for all the members of their um, of their program about mortgages. So they asked me to do a show um, and recorded video course about understanding mortgages the different types of mortgages and how you can buy your first property so that's what this show is all about and what i bring to you on a weekly basis is talent and women in this industry who excel in their careers of whatever level they are at maybe some of them are entrants maybe some of them are in leadership positions but this show has been created to change the narrative and if we want more women in finance to be seen then we have to be seen do you get it like you actually have to show up and be the face of the the women in this show so of course I've said this before the women who come on this show are bravely stepping outside of their comfort zone to speak up and to show themselves so please kindness only kindness only is allowed on this show we want the utmost respect for the women who are showing up and speaking on here because it is brave they're not only representing themselves but they're actually representing you and they're showing up for you because they want to bring more knowledge power motivation to the listeners so i cannot wait to introduce you to a phenomenal money honey that i have on the show today and the reason i started this show um about the um about age right because age is a very 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 sensitive topic okay so Um, Please just understand that we're coming from a good place. We're only sharing our experience where this money, honey, will only be sharing her perspective of what age means to her. So uh, obviously, please just welcome that with an open heart. But uh, the reason I invited this particular money, honey, is not only do we have amazing night outs at industry events. Okay, so she's definitely here because she's she's a good friend of mine offline anyway. But I'm really impressed by what she's achieved. Um, within just 10 years of being in this industry. And 10 years sounds like a lot, but actually, she started in financial services at 18 years of age. And this year marks her 10 years in the industry. And she has gone from, as she puts it, working from the bottom of the ladder right the way through to operations director. If you haven't guessed it already I'm talking about Rebecca Lewis the operations director for Affinity Group and she brings a wealth of knowledge strategic vision and she has a proven track record of success to the organization she is such a strong believer that any career whatever age you are can absolutely thrive and she wants to represent she wants to represent the young uh, females of this industry and what is actually possible if you just remove that age barrier and you own it and you rock it like a true money honey. So, Rebecca, where are you at? Hello, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, it's it's my pleasure to have you here because... Um, I know what it was like to start out quite young in the industry and I wasn't as young as 18. So, please, before we dive into that, just give us a quick intro into who you are and what you do. Amazing. Thank you so much.
1: So, yeah, my name is Rebecca Lewis. Um, I am the Operations Director for Affinity Group. Um, obviously, as Rosalia's alluded to, it didn't start that way. It definitely didn't start that way. So, I have been, again, in the industry for 10 years this year. Um, I wouldn't say that it was a career that I chose I don't think everybody I've ever spoken to about financial services is you just somehow fall into it like it crosses your path and you somehow fall into it so I don't know why that is but it's the best thing that ever happened to me I love I love it every day but yeah it's definitely been a journey it's definitely been a journey because I don't think anyone particularly leaves school and goes I really want to be in financial services but but again that's probably an education piece right because I think if people knew what the industry could could do for you and what it can deliver. I think a lot more people would have an interest in wanting to come into it from sort of school level. I know I certainly would have done. I just, I was fortunate enough to find it, right? But I guess not everybody is that fortunate. Um So yeah, it's been a journey. It's definitely been a journey. Like I fell into it and I sort of, over the last 10 years, it's been a, hasn't been without barriers. Like there's been hurdles, there's been things and sometimes you do question goodness, is it, is it the right thing for me? Am I on the right path? Like, I think that's probably one thing where I would say my age hasn't held me back, but you certainly have a lot more questions. I think around how Question. doing. Well, questions just in like, you know, you, you come across these hurdles and you're like, is this the right thing for me? Am I doing the right thing? You know, am I on the right path? I think generally your 20s are a confusing time anyway, like just as a person, not necessarily in your career, but there's so much pressure around your 20s and i think there's a lot of pressure society pressure to do certain things and, and have reached certain milestones so i think you have all that going on personally and then you're at the point of like oh goodness now i've got a career to like try to think about as well Is so that it's confusing time in general
0: i think personally i've had for myself anyway um oh, mate i totally get that because <laughs> I started out in financial services when I was 25. So you, today that would actually be considered quite mature, like quite like that's that's quite good. Like that's a good age. But at the time, when you're 25 and everyone around you is 56, you're like, yeah. Okay, am I actually being taken seriously? Like are you actually seeing me for what I am? And I did think that people were like using my age as like a oh, you know, they've just hired a young a female BDM and you know that's her job and I was like is that the value you guys see like that's that's where it, we, do you ever get that have you been through that before do
1: you know what I think I'm quite lucky actually because you know obviously I've only ever been at Affinity so obviously my career started there and I'm still there and I think I'm fortunate in the sense that I've always been you know it's being a woman of my age has never been a barrier there but I can certainly see that it would be across the industry you know, in other firms. I think I've just been super fortunate in that. I've never really had that. I think you do get... I would say mine's probably more come from external. So that what I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, that sort of safe space and in affinity. But yeah, I have heard comments in the past, oh my goodness, you're so young. And you sort of... You take it and you think, yeah, but my age doesn't define me because if you didn't know how old I was, you'd take me for the quality of my work. And I feel as if that's where we really need to try and be better because you know, the industry is evolving and is moving, I think, in a really positive way, certainly with there's so many more women in finance now that like we're really on the right trajectory of where we're going, but there is still this extremely old-fashioned, um well, a bit extremely old-fashioned sort of view of, well, you're only that old, and you think, but you can look at it as a negative and go, you're only that old, or you can go, oh, well, actually, what sort of fresh ideas is someone of, of 28 years old going to bring to the table, and I think we're 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 in a world now that's very different so obviously you know people could look and go well you're only 28 i'd go well but i've probably got a lot more social media experience on knowing how you know the social media side of the world works like it's a bit it's it's six one half dozen another really isn't it but it's certainly i've definitely had it in the past when people would have been like, oh goodness you're only 28 and that's a lot of responsibility that you carry and and i have said to people before but have you ever questioned my ability to do it are you basing this purely on the fact you now know how old i am or are you basing it on the work and what you've seen in in a professional capacity?
0: Absolutely. And that changes the dynamic. Absolutely. Yeah, what a question. And that's the thing is, you know, if you were just writing emails and um, speaking on the phone and doing all that kind of stuff and people didn't see your age, they would just take your the quality of your work on face value. But then as soon as they meet you, perhaps at events and things like that, then that's where you actually just show your age just because obviously you know, age shows up in lots of different yeah. things, right? Like if you look young, you look young. And that's, that's yeah. not a, that doesn't, like you say, it doesn't stop you from doing amazing work. I mean, I sometimes look at some of the most famous uh, celebrities and successful people like Stephen Bartlett. I'm like, how did you at 23 just know what to, like how could you possibly have known that? Um, and, you know, that I know that's like one in a million people that kind of have that kind of success, but it just goes to show age is it is genuinely just a number but of course in a in a space that we are in it because there are so many um older people obviously because this industry in fact it it's not something I'm saying it's not my opinion that is is often in the press and in the media I've often seen that that financial services is um addressed as an aging industry and um there's actually a risk of um succession planning or how do we how do we even for the clients you know how do we pass down the knowledge the wealth um you know intergenerational wealth not only for the clients but also for brokers there's loads of brokers that I used to go and see um and I used to go and sit in their house and like talk to them about like the lender product that I was um you know uh representing at the time and I was like oh you've got children oh that's nice you know are they gonna take on the business they're like oh no my son's becoming a doctor. My wife is this yeah. yes, or my son. My do- and I'm like, oh, oh, interesting. So actually, where does it go? Yeah. The, the clients. That's also a problem. So how do you feel like? Um, what could we do there? Like, what what would you say to businesses who haven't embraced younger, uh, the next generation? What could they be doing? What top tips would you share with brokerages, lenders who are listening? I think we
1: found certainly in our business, like we have a we have a major a lot of staff members that are in that age bracket, sort of twenties. And honestly, I think it's it's one of the best things we ever done because one thing that you can't that you can't take away from somebody that is young is that passion and that drive and that determination. Certainly, if they feel they're in an environment where they can flourish and they can grow, you can't the determination of somebody that's in their early twenties. you is unbelievable like if you could almost bottle that and give it out it would be um it would be amazing because if everybody was that determined obviously naturally it that dips sort of dips over time because you're in you're in something for such a long time time and goes a little bit but I think that their ability to want to learn to want to grow to, to want they're just like sponges they just want to know everything and I think we've certainly found like our guys in their 20s they're they're relentless Like right? they, they just want to do the best they possibly can because obviously for them it's the start of their career, and they're shaping their future and, and the world that they're creating for themselves. And I feel like it's a really pivotal point of their lives. But what what they can bring for you just by having that sort of safe space to be able to, you know, yeah, they're young, they're going to make mistakes, but that's okay because you make mistakes and you learn from them and you get better. So having that safe space to be able to, you know, really ply their trade and grow within a firm, I think
0: that you you what you put in, you get back tenfold. Absolutely, nice so what how does affinity do it then like what have you put in place to attract a younger demographic how do you build a culture and a business that attracts young people to want to be part of it because obviously a lot of people outside of fs looking in they might not come across affinity they might see a totally different perspective of financial services so what have you guys done specifically to build that culture I think we've
1: always been a strong believer, like our people are our biggest asset. So, you know, the business is nothing without the people in it. And, you know, we're so fortunate that the people in it are really driven and passionate about making making the client's journey as, as, poss- as good as it could possibly be. And I feel like the, at Affinity, we, we've, we're very open book. So we, we want to know how people feel and we want to know if there's something wrong, if they're not happy with something, so that they could be more supported. But we're also very open to the fact that we want people to be able to progress within their careers. So just because somebody comes in at entry level doesn't mean they'll be staying at entry level forever. Like if they want that and that's all they ever want to do, that's totally fine. But we always like to keep that channel of communication open because... I think personally, you end up losing your best people if there's no route of progression for them because everybody's got their everybody's got their path they want to go on in life and you either embrace it and go, yeah, do you know what, you're great and we'll fo- we'll, we'll help you on your progression and we'll find your next level of your career or they end up leaving. So it's just about creating that super safe culture for them to feel like they've got always got an ear, they can always come to me and talk to me if they've got a problem or they want to try this or they want to try something new. I think it's just about transparency and, and being able to communicate
0: certainly I do agree that that is definitely an element but I think it goes beyond that there's definitely something else that you guys must be doing like do you have like technology um you know slicker systems do you embrace AI do you embrace you know um paperless like yeah I I, I've definitely worked with companies that are um really emotive and really emotional really like Um, open door policy but actually they've got stacks of files and it's really like (laughs) okay and you're like oh my gosh I can't deal with this um yeah and so there must be another element there
1: yeah so we we do embrace a lot of technology don't get me wrong it's taken time like in the 10 years I think technology and financial services is really scary because I know when we first started sort of tiptoeing into it we were like oh goodness like this was scary because you know six years ago we were that firm that had when i first started affinity we had files case files for each client and you'd handwrite the notes like there was no way it like it used to take hours to hand write these notes and then put the file back in the drawer so we've obviously systems and processes. we we're all tech, technology now we don't have any paper-based systems at all it's all held on technology we do embrace not so much ai but we have like a back-end system that does like a nurture journey for our clients in the background. So a lot of the manual work that we had prior, we is not now not manual anymore. So therefore, it is just on a computer. Everything is in one place. I love that. We, we wouldn't be able to the the, the numbers that we do with now. It would be impossible to handwrite
0: files. We'd be there all day. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember my early. So I've been in the industry as well, uh, Rebecca, for about ten years now. Nearly yeah. about eight. Um. So eight years ago, when I first started working as a packager, I used to be out on the road a lot. And gosh, that has changed. My life is completely trapped. I feel younger. I I literally feel five, six years younger than in comparison to when I was 25. Because um, when I was 25, I was literally on the road like for 13 hour days. I wasn't eating properly. Um, And I thought I was right. But you know, when you like stop the cycle and you like stop doing something like I could never go back to that. Um, so that was really really hard but obviously everything that I do now is so digital I mean like this podcast I'm recording online Um, I've built loads of relationships online Uh, I even found a husband online I mean that's how I'm (laughs) as you know I found my husband on Tinder and um, yeah seven years later here we are so like in the past decade my life has changed because of digital platforms and you know in so many ways but yeah I remember I used to be on the road for like 13 hours And I used to go and see maybe five to seven brokers a day and I'd come home with like 10 leads, right? But before I'd make it home, I'd take a screenshot, like I'd take a picture of this form. So I'd be in the office or in that broker's office, I'd write down the inquiry and then I'd take a picture of it and send it to my boss. So whilst my broker, I guess that was also a nice thing, you know, like when you ring the bell in sales and stuff, I was like sending him pictures all day long of, like, leads. But then he would have to print out that form, scan it into the city. I was like, oh, my God. It's crazy. It's crazy. But
1: I think as well, like, it is... We've got to embrace it. Like, as I say, we... Even us, when it first like, came about, like, we're not sure this is... Because it's... Because it's such... It's been around so long, obviously, financial services very stuck in its ways of, like, well, no, that's the right way. Because, you know... And obviously, we do a really serious job. Like, the job we're doing is really serious. we we did in the serious stuff as soon as you start embracing it, it's like the floodgates open. You're like, how did we ever not? How did yeah. we ever not do this? Like, it's crazy. We're just working smarter. It's just working smarter all around And,
0: and that makes everyone's lives easier. And that's a win-win, right? You can't, yeah, you can't really totally. go wrong with Exactly, like, even in um the the content and the marketing world and the creative world, you know, there's a lot of scaremongering about us losing our jobs because of um, AI. And I'm like, do you know how to use AI? Like as a broker you know sometimes i'm like would you like to learn all the systems that are available you're going back to being an admin you're just being a digital admin because you still have to manage those platforms so actually our team has totally embraced ai um we love we're like cre- creating content with ai um but we have that human touch and that's exactly what brokers are all about aren't they you know brokers are embracing technology but you're never going to be replaced if you actually adopt it you will be replaced if you don't adopt it. And that's exactly what Affinity have done. Hence, you guys are constantly growing and growing and growing. So I love it. I love to see it. Yeah, 100%. Now, if a 20-year-old is listening, right, and they're thinking, gosh, I wouldn't even know where to begin in financial services, what place is there for a 20-year-old? Like, what kind of jobs are available in financial services? What career paths can people take? So I think, just talking from my own experience,
1: I, I think a really solid place to start in financial services generally is a sort of administration or case management role. Because I think if you start there, you build a really strong foundation. You build a really strong foundation around potentially having a career. And that could be an administrator for a mortgage broker or for for a lender. Like There's so many sort of opportunities at that entry level. But I think what it does is give you a really good level of knowledge and a really strong foundation to then be able to, once you have a little bit of an idea about the industry from inside the industry as opposed to outside of it, you can then figure out which bit you like the most is it in finance is it in in broken or do you want to work for a lender and be an underwriter like but you need that you need your own experiences and your own foundation to know which way you want to go with that I think
0: yeah definitely yeah there's so there's just so much diversity in financial services you know you could have studied economics at uni um and you can become a or an accountant you can become um you could do like analytics right and you can do trend spotting and market analysis and you can actually create your own products right you can actually be part of the product team and and build a product from scratch based on like the the numbers or you could come in totally on the techie side and and actually start building platforms and uh, crm systems or you know integrate ai or that that, there literally is so much you know the industry of financial services is just like any other industry it needs humans it needs tech um yeah, it needs AI, it needs everything. So, yeah, there's so much, so much opportunity for. I think you've almost just
1: got to throw yourself in and not be afraid, like be be unapologetic in in the route you're taking and not be afraid to sort of take a leap and take a chance because I think sometimes we hold ourselves back because you tell yourself a story of, oh, I, oh, you know, I'm not qualified for that or I can't do that, but just give it a try, why not? Like what's the worst that's going to happen? You might not get the job or you might not get a callback, but just keep trying. And and one and you'll find the right thing. You'll fall into the right thing always, but you've just got to be unapologetic in your approach to that, and not, you know, not get sort of disheartened or because the, the right thing will find you. It always does, in my opinion. Anyway.
0: Like, yes, yeah, and you know, it, it, I'd also like to use mine if, if it helps anybody and gives anyone any motivation that you know, in my scenario, mine I wasn't qualified to be a financial advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. I wasn't. I didn't study to be in this industry. I didn't have uh, any qualifications to be in this industry. I had a completely different career path. yeah, um, And I had a completely different degree unrelated to finance, but they let me in. You know, I was embraced, I was brought in because if you've got the people skills, if you've got um, uh, transferable skills, as they call them, you can totally, yeah. you can totally belong in this industry. But just when I thought my career was going really, really well, I lost my job and it was in the middle of a pandemic and I was really scared for the future of my life because I was like, I've just spent nearly 10 years in this industry and all of a sudden I'm out. Like, what am I supposed to do with my life? And I started my own business from scratch, still serving the broker community. But that, and, and I feel like now I'm stronger than ever before. Like now I've been embraced since I've found my own voice, my own place, my own kind of zone of genius I feel more integrated in this industry than I ever have been before so that's just it, how versatile the industry is it's funny how things work out and as
1: you say I didn't have any qualifications to be in this industry either like I, I did my A-levels and I was on a totally separate path I, did, I I thought I was going over there but as you say you don't have to be qualified you've just got to be you've just got to take the leap of like let's give it a go you, you don't know What's going to happen? And as you say, life has a way of pivoting. I think so. like you just said you lost your job, and you thought, "Oh God, this is so scary." But actually, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to you because now you're like, it would have you would have never found your path had those events not occurred. So I think you've just got to trust the process and just go
0: for it. That's my opinion. Absolutely, yeah, I love that. Thanks, Rebecca. So if people want to connect with, um well, firstly, I actually would like to ask: Are you guys hiring at Affinity at all? Are you, you know, are you looking to? Do you have any live roles? I think for us at Affinity
1: like I'd always urge people to get in touch because we're not we may not necessarily be hiring but we are a big believer that if the right person were to come along and we thought they'd be a good fit for the team we have in the past sort of found a place for them to be so I would always urge people like brokers case managers or anyone that maybe isn't already in the industry that just wants to get a bit more information like I'm always open even if people don't aren't coming to me to try and get a job I'm always open to give any sort of advice or if I can help anyone or just point them in the right direction I'm always more than happy to do that
0: love that yeah so there you are guys if you are looking for a uh, innovative and really um, open culture open policy um, very tech savvy uh, brokerage in whatever capacity you're in just have a chat with Rebecca maybe just reach out Um, how can people reach out Rebecca what's the best way to connect with you it's probably LinkedIn to be honest with you that's probably the best way um or my email address I can provide you with that as well yeah yeah so in the show notes we'll get a link um in the show notes for Rebecca's um LinkedIn but her name is Rebecca Lewis for anyone just listening in right now and just wants to uh, jump on LinkedIn and connect um and Rebecca, any closing comments before we wrap up the show that you want listeners to know about you or is there a mantra like do you live by a certain philosophy or a... I think for
1: me it's just I just think be unapologetic in in your path and where you're going like there's going gonna you're going to get setbacks you're going to be knocked back but that doesn't define you as a person and you've just got to be true to yourself and keep going like the right thing will find you and you always do well but you've
0: just got to believe in yourself like that is number 1 thing you've got to believe in yourself absolutely even when like even when things are tough like that's where the challenge is in believing yourself like that's real the test it's it's easy to be positive when things are going well but the real test is when things aren't going the way you hope them to go how do you find and dig deep that belief within yourself and I think that's the thing because I think like we've all been there like I say I say and go believe in yourself
1: like there have been multiple times when I've gone oh goodness I'm not sure I can't do this or I'm not sure this is right but you do find a way of sort of putting yourself out of that and it's normal to have those thoughts as well like it's not all positivity and great and everything's going well because that's not life right but it's about how you deal with those moments and how then you move forward for them in my in my opinion love that
0: love it so I turn to you listeners um if you're tuning in Uh, via YouTube or Spotify or Apple Tunes, like wherever you are, uh, however you're tuning in, has age been a barrier to even if it's a different completely end of the spectrum, maybe you're actually finding that um, you're in a different age category now in a different bracket and you're trying to still find yourself because we're always evolving. How you feel in your 20s is totally different how you feel in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s. And actually we're constantly reinventing ourselves is that something for you you know have you have you been trying have you just entered a new age bracket and you're actually feeling totally different maybe you're feeling younger more vibrant more energetic you've like refound your passion or actually maybe you've lost yourself a little bit please talk to us come and come and share your story with us and if you don't want to share it publicly that's okay right if you don't want to share and be the voice and the face of that story please share it with me i can share it anonymously i can maybe make a, a little episode myself about that and and try and help you that way. Um, but of course, we always like you to be the, the speaker. We want you to actually show your face, show your voice, just like Rebecca did. As, Rebecca, was that scary? No, I think it's been lovely, actually. Do you know what it's just, it's Wasn't just a it? nice conversation, you can't go wrong. Exactly. As you have no idea, just by having this tiny little conversation, the massive impact that makes. Um, and that's what we call positive pollination at Manuka Media. We, we want you to pay that forward. And um, Rebecca, I'm, I know you'll be getting a lot of DMs from people saying, wow, I love that show. Because all my all my money honeys that have been on the show have messaged me saying, oh my goodness, so many people have connected and reached out saying that that show helped them. So it's about just helping that one person. Maybe it's your daughter, your cousin, your colleague, your manager, that one person that needs to listen to this show that could actually change their mindset forever. And that's the power of speaking up on these shows. So Thank you again, Rebecca, for being such a phenomenal money, honey. And I'll see everybody else on the next episode. Thank you for having me. Thank you.